Coming up on today's show, we're going to go through John's most recent trip report. That's coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everybody to episode number 360 of Traveling with the Mouse. My name is Adam, I'm your host this week, and I am joined today by... John. I see. It is meaningless. Welcome to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now where's that cake toast? (laughs) I see that somebody has ridden the new ride. Yes, I love Drax's lines. Just saying. They are good. He has some good ones. They are very good. Yeah, we'll get into all of that. As I said, it's your trip report. You're the only one joining today. I know, this was it, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, one of us was a little too tired to make it, and one of us is preparing to leave tomorrow. Yeah, as of this recording tomorrow. They'll be on it when you hear this episode. So we have a lot of trips that are ongoing and have been completed, but we're going to break these out into their own kind of episodes. So we're going to do this one. And then next week, I guess, we'll do our trip report for the cruise. Yeah. Where should we begin? Well, I know we have at least one thing in common that we managed this to get this week. You went down, what mm-hmm. was it, two days before I did? Partially because on Friday, you if you didn't go down at least that day, you would have missed your boat. So <laughs> Don't want to miss the boat or so. lose my remote. So you did get to ride Guardians before and after. Yes, yes. Yeah. Bookended my cruise with the my first cruise with the, some Guardians. Now we'll Good get stuff. into your yeah we'll get into your trip report in more detail uh, in the next yeah. episode, right? Because yeah, I won't Jason's, go too yeah. much into it. Yeah, but, but we can talk about the Guardians part because sure. we all experienced Guardians. Yeah, that's a first that we all experienced something near close together or basically yeah. in the same week. <laughs> And hopefully, by the time this episode's out, uh, James has experienced it as well. Exactly. Maybe we can work his in there, his opinion in there. Yeah. So I feel certain he'll get his in a day or two from now. I guess I'll wait, and we'll talk about Guardians together whenever I get to that part of my trip. What does that sound like? Sure. How's that sound? Sounds good. That's kind of the end of your trip, wasn't it? Pretty much. Guardians, yeah. Okay. It was literally the last ride... Nope, not quite. The oh, the next to last ride oh, okay. that okay. took place So okay. on All the right. trip. So I kind of have to, I guess I'll foreshadow in a way Ooh, this, okay. this a little bit. The trip had its struggles, its yeah. issues. Yeah. I will say this, through all the struggles and issues that we had, the mm-hmm. staff at Coronado Springs was excellent. Okay. I don't fault them in any way, shape, or form because they did everything that they could. They were great. If I had to give a downside that I didn't entirely understand, and they may have had their reasons, our room placement, which I didn't actually request a room this time. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let me back up and punt here for a moment. I don't want to get to the Coronado room placement thing yet because we didn't actually get there yet. The first thing we did... Oh, yeah. Something else. Yes. We actually... Went down a day earlier than I had originally uh, planned a our Disney stay for, and went to the new Peppa Pig theme park. It's just been open since what March, I think it was maybe February. Yeah, we had been to Legoland. Matter of fact, last spring. So it's uh, just been yeah. a little over a year when we first went there. For right. we went there for the first time. I remember that. I would kind of like to give that one another try as well, just because I feel like they were a little understaffed at that point in time, which is what happened with a lot of places. Yeah, most <laughs> places are period. still understaffed, yeah. Yeah, but they were pretty severely understaffed. It, it really affected their wait times, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm, I was pretty harsh on them last year, and I feel like I'll do better with that. However, the Peppa Pig experience. Yeah. You know, it's a park designed for 2- to 12-year-olds is basically what most everything is for at that age range. Uh, all the way up to, you know, not not quite teenager. And, uh, you know, the kids really seemed to love it. I mean, it was a little warm that 
day as well. Of course, it was warm the entire time. I mean, with humidity, most of the days we were there, I mean, it hit 100 degrees with humidity. I mean, it was pretty, pretty mm-hmm. rough. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah. Uh, you probably had better weather on your cruise. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, but right. We, Windy. Well, yeah, <laughs> the ocean breeze, right? If you're... Mm-hmm. And tropical anyway. storm, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that is, that's what I was talking about, right? Yeah. You got more of that than I thought I was going to. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was a little warm. They don't have a ton of shaded area, I'll say, on that park. It's it's not real big. If you have the right angle and no obstruction in particular in between you and the other side of the park, I can literally see the other side of the park. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's in certain areas. Like, I can see the whole park in certain areas. So they have, I think it's six total things that are rides. They have like the the dinosaur ride, the granddad dog's boats, Mr. Bull's tower, something another. I can't remember the official name. Mm-hmm. They had like this area for kids to ride around this like like track on tricycles or what have you, which we did do that. And then of course the. I guess main attraction that I think most people would like is Daddy Pig's roller coaster, which is actually a pretty fun little coaster for you know like a beginner type coaster. How does it compare to a Disney ride? What would be the closest? I don't really think there is one. I mean, I guess the closest thing is a barnstormer type thing. But, oh, okay. So it's like a. Okay. But Daddy Pig's kind of launches. I mean, it goes up a hill, but it goes around and then it launches up the hill the second time. So it takes two loops around the track, right? Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. Matter of fact, I haven't put together a video to post for you, but I mean, I should be able to do that. I'm hoping to post videos here soon if anybody's interested in seeing them. I know I've already posted a couple of the ones I said I could do pretty quickly from my InstaGo2 to uh, our messenger here, so you could see those. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the optimal quality like you see nowadays on uh, YouTube, but it's still pretty good, I thought. But anyway... So, yeah, they also have, like, a little area in there. It's like a theater where you can uh, just kind of sit and chill out for a little while. Uh, it's like bean ba- giant bean bags in there for the kids. It has Peppa Pig cartoons going on in there while that's while you're in there. They only have one eatery there. We didn't really eat anything other than the ice cream there. It was like a muddy puddle milkshake or what have you. It was, quite, it was pretty good. Okay. But yeah, I mean, at the first, the the Mr. Bull's ride is the one that's kind of like a drop tower in a way. So it's kind of like a beginner's drop tower yeah. for uh, for kids. They enjoyed that. And really, there's an and other than that, there's a, a little play area, place to have the meet and greets, and uh, there's a splash pad, you know, muddy puddle splash pad area that we did last. And when they were kind of done with that, you know, it was getting around between one and two, I think it was. And we pretty much asked him if they were ready to go. So we went and stopped into the gift shop, got something there. And, you know, we were already packed up in the parking lot. So we just headed back to the parking lot and I headed toward Coronado. Coronado. And I think it was right when I was pulling out of there, they gave me the notification that I had my room. Nice. Okay. Room number 1269. Okay. In Casitas. Which, this is the part where I was about to say a minute ago. That when I before I backed up into the Peppa Pig part that I don't fully understand, unless this just came up in between the time, like if there's a disconnect between what's on the right hand talking to the left, but they give us this room in which the parking lot directly in front of the room is blocked off, like the parking lot's closed, and it's for mm-hmm. Casitas One, even though the parking for Casitas Two is sort of close. It's not as close, obviously, so I have to do a little more walking there. One of the beauties of the outer buildings is you can most of the time park almost light right in front of your room, almost. Yeah. You're saying it's closed for, like, maintenance or something? So what was happening, and yes, it was some sort of maintenance. I don't know. I could have swore he said something to the cleaning guy. I could be misunderstanding him, but he, I swore he said something with the air conditioner, which ours was working. So I don't know, but... Not this day, but the next day, I think it was, or it might have been the day after that, there was a crew out there, and I could. I was like, well, that's why they got the parking lot closed off. There was a huge crane, and they had stuff they were doing on the roof. But the weird thing is, during this same time period, they put up these green barricades, 
that blocked the area to that courtyard pretty much the just about the entire time. So we're on the second floor. Yeah. And so I have to go up the steps, down the steps right there, and have to walk past the barricades to which I find more barricades, which almost like they almost had it barricaded like there was nobody over in this section. I'm like, yeah. okay, what do they expect me to do? I mean, I literally can't go around these things. It's interesting. I mean, but so the cleaning staff said you actually could go around some of them. I guess the construction crew or the repair crew, maintenance crew, whatever, whoever they were, put barricades in some spots where they probably shouldn't have is what I'm guessing. Hmm. So they were removed a little later. But I just did just go around them that time because I had no choice, right? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, okay, I'm trapped here in my room. Yeah, that's strange. So, yeah, it was kind mm. of weird. I don't understand why they would put someone over there if they had that going on. Yeah. But anyway. Because so mm. I, I just, just based on walking and looking through, I'm pretty sure there was more rooms available. Hmm. Right. So just really saying. weird. Yeah. Matter of fact, the parking lot only got cleared up and, time, and we were able to use it the next to last day, I think, or might even been the last day. Mm. I think it was late Wednesday, maybe. It was able to be used. Okay. But the walk from there to the where the food and everything at the front is, is not as bad as if you were in, say, the ranchos, right? But it's still, you're going to walk a little bit if you're in the outer buildings, no matter where you are, pretty much, for the most part. Not as much as you used to, but yes. Yeah. So we kind of walk... Uh, we, ours was pretty covered most of the time if we wanted it to be. Could walk alongside, like where the convention center starts. Like there's a if you go to the right, you could go to the convention center, and I could go in that elevator and go down a floor. And then we're pretty much walking right along the side of Maya Grill. If you're familiar with that area, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is the first time I've been to Coronado since '19 when Des- Destino was brand new, right? So during that time, El Centro. They still had some of the old desks up in there in that area where they used to have check-in for Coronado prior to the tower. Mm-hmm. But this time, whenever I went through there, it was completely like open and had, you know, it's basically a Wi-Fi area now. It's pretty much all it is. They turned it into the the old check-in room, uh, right. area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For that evening, we did have Toledo's. I had the chicken dish there only because Lynn had already ordered the fish and I said I'll at least get a, some of hers mm-hmm. right I want to say the, the the sustainable fish that evening was grouper and that was pretty good the kids basically got grilled chicken overall I mean I would just say it was a good meal mm-hmm. I wasn't like wowed or anything I guess by it like I wouldn't there's nothing there that made me say hey I gotta come back here type deal right. sure but, I mean, it was good quality. The service was good. I have no complaints about it. It just wasn't one of those things that I'm like, oh, man, I got to come back to Toledo. You know, it's just nothing like that. That's how I felt about it the first time. Really? Yeah, when I was there, I was like, it's okay, but nothing to write home about. Right, right. So, you know, it's just one yeah. of those things that... Good view. I, it wasn't there. bad. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't bad, but I'm not going to come back here all the time. Right. Dahlia Lounge is better. <laughs> I didn't get anything from Dahlia Lounge. Not this trip. So, next day we do have Hollywood Studios booked, right? Yeah. We are planning to do early entry. Yeah, yeah. Remember you saying that. Which you sympathize with us sometimes about trying to get people there at early entry. And <laughs> we, um, yeah. when we got there, we were still able to tap in for early entry. Only it was probably like five minutes before everybody else was able to, to get in. <laughs> We got a but, little head start. <laughs> yeah, just a slight one. It didn't make any difference, though. Right. Yeah, because all the resort guests are already there by then. Yeah. I think I this is something where I, I'm going to give an opinion on, say, something like touring plans, okay? Yeah. I think they're really having trouble getting a handle on how to measure crowds with the current environment. I think it's still good to use for wait times if you want to. I don't think I'm any longer going to use them like their crowd calendar as a good indicator of when to go. Mm. I'm just going to have to make that decision on my own. Just because I know they always claim that, oh, I wish we were big enough that we made that kind of a difference, you know. But my thinking is obviously they're basing that data about they don't think they have as big of an impact on 
where people go and all that stuff, but based on the number of their subscriptions, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just like any other subscription, there may be one person paying and five people using. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because all you got to have is someone's got to have the sign-in, and that's it. I mean, that's that's literally all they have to have. So there could actually be 10 people, 20 people, just like a Netflix account, right? There's like 20 people on my Netflix account are going to be ticked off if I cancel it, right? As you've yeah. heard people say that thing all the time. Right. So I feel like Touring Plans has a l- much bigger reach than they think they do. And I do, just because I look in line and I see people using their app. I mean, mm. I see it all the time, and I'm like... Their reach is bigger than they think. They just don't see it subscription number wise because people are sharing subscriptions. I mean, it's all there is to it. Mm, probably. You're never going to know that exact number. So they have a bigger impact than they think they do. I'll give you an example. When I look back to the day that we went to Epcot mm-hmm. and they had it set as a four. Yeah. And you were, we were talking about how picking that day right would have been good. It's like, oh, it'll be... Yeah. Great that that's right. a four. Right? I remember you talking about you based your park picks for park days on based on plans. plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So I looked at the actual numbers, right, when it was all mm-hmm. said and done. For Thursday, it says we predicted, as they put it, a four, actual crowds, and eight. <laughs> oh, wow. A little off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not only that, where they get these numbers from, I don't know. Because supposedly it says that they measure during peak times, right? So they say like between 11 and 5 or something mm. like that. I can't remember what it was. Right. It's when they, what they base these things on. I just don't get that. I don't see how that could possibly be. Because when I look at the wait times during that time period, I'll just give you an example of today. We're recording this on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And I looked... Almost 11 a.m. this morning, right? Mm. Guess how long Disney had Rise of the Resistance marked at wait time-wise? Uh, 200 minutes. 215 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another one. Kay. Smuggler's Run. 100 minutes. Yeah. Tower of Terror. 105 yeah. minutes. Two-hour weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and all of this... They say, okay, we're doing we're doing park reservations because this is what, you know, works out best. I don't see where that's working out best. I'm trying to figure that out. Who are you limiting this to? Right. So you end up with three of your attractions at 11 o'clock, around 11 o'clock in the morning, all being over 100 minutes, over 200 in some cases. Yeah, before park hopping. So you know yes. it's not that, yeah. Hollywood Studios to me is the worst for wait times right now. And but like I said, but that's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that is inefficiency at its. I mean, it's just that's terrible. I yeah, I don't remember the waits being that bad pre-COVID. Like, no. And you could hop but whenever I, you wanted. Yeah. I get. I mean, I'm I'm kind of getting into the rant side of things right now, but mm-hmm. Keep going. I'm going to try to uh, to to move on. Rev it up. Okay. So I'm going to try to move on with what we did. So Hollywood Studios. All right. So the rope drop thing we did. Well, not really rope drop, but we, you got, we got in yeah. an early entry. Mm-hmm. And we it was already looking busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we still, that we're going to say, well, you know what? We originally were going to we're gonna do Slinky Dog. Mm-hmm. So we went to, uh, to do that. <laughs> I saw your... Uh photo pass picture so i know you did do it <laughs> yes we did mm-hmm. we'll get there i say the line is i mean it's not out to woody by any means you know nothing like yeah. that right. so we walk up it, it's uh under the umbrellas right there mm-hmm. so i'm thinking so. this might not be too bad because it's it's not it's right when you're approaching the turn to go over the bridge yeah. right so I'm like, this isn't, this might not be that bad. When all was said and done, though, the thing about it is, is while we're in line, the park starts opening. So when mm-hmm. the park opens... Lightning line people. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start affecting the, the weight. Yep. Because <laughs> lightning lanes start immediately. So therefore, uh, that throws a wrench in that. Mm-hmm. 
And I think our wait overall the whole time when this was all said and done was like an hour. Well, you know, Olivia is kind of getting irritated during this time, and I thought it was just she was, you know, cranky or something like that. She does do the ride. She loves the ride when we get off. And I think the next thing we did, did we even do anything else? We were actually wanting to get breakfast. Mm-hmm. If we could have, but there were no breakfast times available at this point. I was going to try to do it while we were still in line, but they didn't have any available for Woody's, which is what we were originally going to plan to yeah, do. Yeah, Woody's lunchbox. Mm-hmm. So the next earliest thing open ended up being, well, I could I could do the wraps at Ronto's, but I don't think that was going to be best for everybody, uh, the breakfast wraps. Yep. So what we settled on was doing the 10 a.m. It's basically lunch. Uh, so I guess it would be a brunch at the commissary. Which, uh, what we had there was good. I, I'm trying to remember what all we ordered now. It seems like it's been so long ago. Yeah, that was only Sunday, but still. Gosh, it's escaping me now. Oh, yeah, I had the buffalo chicken sandwich or something like that. It's almost like, it's like a grilled cheese, but with buffalo chicken in it almost. That's kind of what it was like. It was big. It was a pretty good-sized sandwich. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Hmm. And then, of course, what I ordered for the kids was like the pork tacos, the rice and the the beans which was good too actually lynn had a kids meal as well there mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she wanted even the, even that was all good i mean i would definitely go back to the commissary it's probably the sure. the better quick service as far as hollywood studios goes so but uh when all this was happening it seemed like the meltdown was inevitable so we kind of just really went ahead and started heading in the direction of the exit already after basically one ride and a meal. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. <laughs> pretty much how it went that day. When we got out of the park, we did manage to, because Olivia loves the Skyliner, we just took a ride on the Skyliner pretty much. That's when I was kind of talking to you. Yes, I remember this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Took the Skyliner to Caribbean, and of course I said just so we can ride a little longer, we took the Epcot one and came back. Got back to the car and get back to the room. I can't remember if this is the point where she started, you know, looking like she was more sick at this point. I think it might have been because the night previous to that, we went to the pool. It seemed like her, I seemed like her issues were right after she was in the pool. (laughs) That's the weird thing, which they love the pool. They love the pool area. So it's kind of, I mean, it just seemed weird to me that she would get sick like both times that she went in the pool. So, uh, I really don't know. She had had some, basically, this is the point where she starts feeling bad and we end up going that afternoon to the kids, like urgent care, I guess you would call it, in Winter Park mm-hmm. to get her checked out and find out that she actually has pneumonia wow. in her lung, just one lung. They treat her for it. Uh, her oxygen yeah. was getting a little low, so they treated her for all that good stuff. I will say this. I didn't go inside. I had Maddie. We ended up going for like ice cream or something like that while she was waiting at a local place. Mm-hmm. That staff must have been really good because my wife was impressed with the doctor. He was very, you know, knowledgeable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All good stuff, right? So yeah. so moving along, basically we were considering going ahead and cutting the trip short then. Right. Yeah. Pneumonia sounds pretty serious. Yeah. yeah we just kind of talked about it. So we got her back to the room. I was like, there's nothing we can do tonight anyway. We'll evaluate it in the morning type deal. Mm-hmm. And the next day was supposed to be Animal Kingdom. So what I did was I was like, well, Animal Kingdom opens really early. I just basically talked to my wife. I was like, look, while everybody's still asleep and everybody's good and everything, I'm just going to try to do the early entry there. And then when I get back, we'll get breakfast and see where we stand. And okay. so we were good with that. Because she was fine. I mean, she was just, at this point, you know, her breathing was fine and everything. There was nothing really that can be done as far as, you know, if we leave, it makes no difference is my point, was my point, right? Uh, There's no different treatment than what's already being done. Yeah. So I went to early entry. I got there at the park or tapped in like roughly 727. Okay. Of course, that's still kind of late (laughs) for early entry. I headed straight to do Flight of Passage. It was not too far after you turned the corner that I ran into where the the line was. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So I got some numbers, and this is just basically for early entry when it comes to flight of passage, right? But or the point that I was. Mm-hmm. So I start walking the bridge, uh, or they can, it starts moving. It's like constant walking at this point, and it walks the bridge. So there's a turnaround point, goes back. You've, you've probably done this before, or seen this before at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes onto the bridge that heads toward Africa, and then you turn around and it goes back up into the area where there's almost like a uh, like a traffic stop <laughs> where cast members they let so many uh, onto yeah. the other side right, right, and then right. they wait so that other traffic can go through yep. type deal. I took out my stopwatch and I measured certain points, okay? Because like it has on here, like it has lap. Like, you know what I'm talking about? So what I counted the laps was I had certain checkpoints I was going to stop it at. Uh, my first one that I stopped it at was the entrance sign, like the official entrance sign, right? When I got to there, it was 20 minutes. The next checkpoint I did was when we got to where they assign you the first pre-show rooms or whatever it was. 27 minutes in between that time. Mm-hmm. So we're at 48 minutes right at that point. And, of course, we do first pre-show is just under five minutes. Second pre-show is also just under five minutes. It, overall, including the attraction time till I got to the actual store, it was an hour and 13 minutes. <laughs> mm, okay, wow. So a little long for trying to take advantage of a Early entry. Early entry by any means, by no matter how you measure it. So basically, I got one right in. You pretty much Q is what, like we had talked about for early entry. What I decided to do was I went ahead and did the ones that I knew that no one else would be able to ride, so I did Everest. Although Maddie, I think, would have been tall enough for Everest. Now that I think about it, it's 44 because uh, she was tall enough for, for space. So 44, mm-hmm. she could have done it, but I went ahead and did it that morning. And that was the last thing I did before I went back and we, you know, like I said, reevaluated our situation. We ended up waiting until a little later in the day. And I think I ended up at Animal Kingdom around 2 o'clock. You know, it's still rather hot. What We decided to take the old route that I used to do and go through the uh, trading post where it was there, that store. Ended up going to it. stuff to be a bug just to stay out of the heat a little bit, right? And I'd never really done it. Not all the effects were working and it's tough to be a bug. I don't know if that's just one of those things that they haven't had a chance to refurb it or what have you. But, like, uh, the two that I noticed the most is I don't remember the smoke coming from when they spray you. You know what I'm talking about? Like, mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I don't... Re- and the Black Widows didn't come down either. Those were two that I remember that I noticed the most. They still stabbed you in the back. Ugh, which Your I favorite part. Yeah. I always <laughs> lean forward. Anyway. Yeah. So we did do that and um, got out, decided to get some food there at that cart, got him some ice cream. While we were sitting there, I saw that there was a lightning lane for not too long from from that point right for Kali so I'm like you know what maybe we're going to be able to use more of this afterwards I'll go ahead and buy the Genie Plus get this lightning lane so I did and we headed over there you know the wait time with the lightning lane versus the regular line I'm sure was probably about half but still not the shortest in the world right so it's still taking uh, between 20 and 30 minutes Mm -hmm. I had not done Kali in like 20 years I mean that's how long it's been since I did it it was pretty much how I remembered it not that thrilling truthfully i mean there's only that one big drop and that's about it the rest of it's like just cruising along in a it's not even that rapid <laughs> i mean it's not, i there's just not much to it i'm sorry i mean when in comparison to other rides of that type there's definitely much more exciting river rides yeah and i think the whole Pretty point good. about the i think the whole point about the rainforest and everything kind of gets lost on most people truthfully the story but I mean, you know, it was it was good for what it was. So we, I think we it get looks that good. Yeah. So that ended up being when it was all said and done. That ended up being the only two attractions we did there that day uh, because we ended up needing to leave, go ahead and leave again, just because they weren't having it. It was just not going well. She wasn't running a fever or anything this time. It just wasn't going very well. So we ended up going back, doing some more pool time, or at least Maddie and I did. So next day was Magic Kingdom Day, which was Wednesday. Basically, what I did this day was I, while we were, we, we kind of chilled at Coronado. We got food from Coronado several times, by the way. We actually ended up getting food at El Mercado at uh, three, br- three Bridges to Go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also got Rick's to Go. 
yeah. pretty much the way we did it the whole time. We pretty much ate in the room most of the time. What was your favorite? Uh, all the ones that I did? Mm-hmm. Actually, the three bridges to go was probably the best meal. That's what I was going to guess. Although breakfast at El Mercado, which is the basically the quick service area, which I'm sure you're familiar with that one, mm-hmm. the eggs were just like super good. I can't. Ex- I don't know what it, how they prepared them, but they were like really good. Mm-hmm. One thing you're going to get at Disney versus some other places is you're not really going to get what they call fast food. I mean, there's a reason why they call it quick service because the food is still of a better quality than your typical fast food. Mm-hmm. Usually by a long shot. But anyway, at Three Bridges, I got the burger, which I think it was called the Three Bridges Burger, if I'm not mistaken. It was really good. That was my probably my best meal. The fries, the paprika fries is what they call them there. That was really good. So anyway, next day's Magic Kingdom, what I did was I went to go get breakfast. So I go this time, just to mix it up a little bit, I go to Cafe Rick's, mm-hmm. which is basically the pastry one. So this morning I get the array of danishes i get the cronut stuff like that and bring it back to the room i didn't really have any reason to go early to magic kingdom and then come back later i couldn't think of any one particular attraction so we just kind of took it easy that that morning pretty much and what i did was i still at 7 a.m looked and started making a plan for the evening basically right so i started stacking lightning lanes I got, I kind of, I, you have to lag a little bit basically when you do these times to, in order to do that, because you're going to, if not, you're going to get early times. So I managed to work it to where I had a 420 Splash Mountain, I had a 5 o'clock Thunder Mountain, and I had a 525 Jungle Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, I had those worked in, let's see, so I did that, what was it, 7, 9, 11, 1. I did. I managed to go ahead and get a pan, which was like nine fifty. So we don't head to the park until like four. You know, it rained earlier that day too, a little bit. So we we had we took ponchos just in case because I think there was a little bit of rain going when we headed. But I decided to instead of taking a car, we did the bus this time. <laughs> just so happens, yeah, I know the dreaded bus, right? Mm-hmm. We got to the the front. The Destino bus stop, right? That's where that was going to be the best one for us. Mm-hmm. So I went there, and one Magic Kingdom had just pulled up at that point, so it was like perfect timing there. So it got us over there, and of course to the front gate, which was the main thing. I was like, I don't want to have to go over here and it possibly be raining everything, go to the Magic Kingdom parking lot, take another transportation. I wanted to go to the front. Anyway, we get in, we head towards Splash Mountain. It works out. We get our lightning lane. They check Libby just to make sure, of course, she's tall enough. Mm-hmm. We get to do Splash, so I get to say farewell to Splash because I don't know if I'm going to do Splash again before it goes down or not. So. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Livia got to do it for the first time. Maddie got to do it for the first time. They both loved it. She's actually not feeling the best this day as well. Yeah. And as soon as we're done with Splash, we're supposed to have a lightning lane for Thunder. Yeah. And we show up there right at when it first starts, right at 5, and it's down. So I just talked to the cast member. I was like, look, our lightning lane's about to start. And she said it should turn into an any experience one any minute now, which it did. So instead, what we did was we headed in the direction of Jungle Cruise. And Jungle Cruise was only about 25 minutes before our actual time, right? Mm-hmm. And we got something to eat there along the way. Not actual food. It was more like ice cream again. And getting uh, something to hydrate with because it's still pretty, even though it's cooler this afternoon, it's still pretty warm. Get to do Jungle Cruise, had a good skipper, good ride there. Head back to Thunder. We're able to use our any experience with Thunder because Thunder's what we wanted to do, right? Mm -hmm. So we get on there, loved doing Big Thunder. After this, we kind of realized Livy's not in the best shape again, so we have to end up going back. Had to wait a little bit for the bus that time, but not terrible. Get her back. Lynn stays with Olivia. Maddie and I pretty much just turn around and go back. Didn't have to wait very long for a bus then either, so we had pretty good bus experiences this time. Okay. Got back over there in time to do the Winnie the Pooh that I had pulled. So that's the fourth lightning lane that I've managed to do this afternoon, by the way, after only getting in the park at 4 o'clock, or after 4 o'clock, mm. and leaving and coming back. <laughs> wow. So that's the fourth lightning lane I've managed to use. Yeah. Maddie says that she wants to go to Space Mountain. 
I'm like, really? You're, so you want to go to Space Mountain? I was like, yeah, okay. So after we did poo, I was looking and I was like, well, it's getting close to firework time. There's probably a lot of people gathering. I know space has 90 minutes. I can't see the line outside, so I don't think it's going to be that long anyway. So we just go for it, right? Right, yeah. Good timing. Not to mention it's around this time that I had gotten a call from Lynn asking if I could come back so we could go back to that urgent care to get Livy checked out because she had a fever. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get back in time because that place is in Winter Park. There's no way I'm going to get from here to there and us to there before they close. So I convinced her. I was like, call the front desk, see if they can just send somebody over to get her checked out. So, of course, Reedy Creek got to come check her out. Her pulse socks was like 94, so it wasn't really at the worst range, like 95. She thought her breathing was a little shallow. You know, they checked her out said that, you know, if we could take her to the ER, but probably the only thing they're going to do is give her IV fluids because there was probably fluids that she needed. So she was satisfied with their assessment and everything. Okay. So all that was good. Good on you to Reedy Creek there. Hmm. <laughs> May not be for much longer, but yeah. Anyway, we had to do Space Mountain. It only took roughly 30 minutes. One thing I noticed is that when we got to a certain point in the line, Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually walking the line for the left side, right? Because they pretty much were using the right side for lightning lane. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we, we weave back and forth and we get to the point where, you, you know how you kind of, when you're going back and forth on the lines and you get to the point where it kind of goes around that station and you mm-hmm. usually would go back behind it. Mm-hmm. Right behind the wall. Well, instead, we reached that point, and I said, we have two, and he waved us on to go to the other side, like the lightning lane side. Right. right. So it's like they were expanding it. I guess they didn't have enough lightning lane, so they kind of try to... Uh, right, because of fireworks time. Yeah. yeah, give reprieve to the regular queue. So we ended up going to that side. It cut our wait a little shorter. I think we ended up waiting only like 30 minutes total for Space Mountain that said posted 90. Mm-hmm. I did have to kind of tell her we're not going to be able to sit together. She's going to have to sit in front of me. So she was a little concerned about that, but I got her over it. Yeah. And then it was all said and done. I asked her I mean, she, if she liked it, and she was, you know, glowing, which you probably saw the Space Mountain photo, too. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good one. So after that, we, what did we do? We headed back in the direction, because I asked her what else she wanted to do, and she was just like, mine train. I was like, so apparently she's wanting to do thrill rides. I mean, I was a little yeah. surprised, but I'm nice. going with it. I'm like, yeah, I was like, Maddie, I don't know that we're going to be able to do that in a reasonable way. It's what I was telling her. And I knew I had pan, so I was like, let's go do this first. Yeah. And then we'll come back by and do this at the end of the night, pretty much. So we went. We did the lightning lane I had for pan. That would be lightning lane number five. Mm-hmm. I actually had pulled a Pirates for 10-something, but we, we didn't end up using so I could have potentially done six. And now, like I said, this is just an example, folks, of something you can potentially do when it comes to stacking lightning lanes. You could potentially get several late in the night, late in the day, yeah. close together, and, you know, shorten your weight significantly. So there is one thing you can do with it. Right. You know, and make the most of your 60 bucks, of course, by, you know, you're you're getting the per-ride amount lower, right? Sure. The more of them you're able to use. Right. So, Small World, we did that after Pan. Uh, Pan didn't take long at all, by the way, to with Lightning Lane. We pretty much walked right on it almost. Did Small World because it was a relatively short wait, and she was like, hey, let's do that. So I was like, yeah, I'm good for that. And then I wanted to, I kind of wanted to look at Mansion to see if we could get it in. I was like, eh, I think it's still a little bit too long. I just know how Mansion goes. It could be a slog, which you know about that. Uh, hmm. <laughs> We decided to head back in the direction of mine training. I'm still kind of debating on the time frame if we want to try and work something else in first. But we do end up doing it. We end up getting in line roughly at 20 minutes after 10. Now, keep in mind the park closes at 11 to everybody but deluxe yeah. guests right. this particular night. So, we start out. Somebody in front of us asked like, how far to get to the inside line where we were. And I looked at it. I'm like, it's... Still looks a pretty good ways, so they actually got out of line, so it got us one step closer. I was like, well, maybe there's going to be some other people that do that along this way because it's close to the end of the night. We got to the point where you go inside, you know, where, like, the barrels are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In roughly 30 minutes, 
And the posted wait time, I think, said something ridiculously high. I can't remember what it was. It was something like 90, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right. Probably. <coughs> and so at that 30-minute point, one thing I notice is we go around there, it starts getting a little closer. We get to a point where the cast member kind of, it looks like they waved us past one of the lines. And I noticed we were over in the Lightning Lane queue once again. Because Lightning, and Lightning Lane had a rope, right? Because if you're not going to come up to that tap style by 11, I mean, they're, it's closed anyway. Right, yeah. You're going to be out of luck. Yeah. So they have a rope, I guess. And then if someone gets in there before time, they let them in still. But there's no like huge lightning lane line, so they start putting the regular queue over there once again. We waited 40 minutes, I think, total mm, okay. for main train right there starting. So kind of a kind of a good tip, I guess, is for something like main train. If you have a if it's about 40 minutes to park close, go ahead and get in line. You're probably literally only going to wait the 40 minutes or less, depending on how the line's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it says it's longer than that. Right, usually. Had fun there. Still managed to get to the Emporium to get what we needed to get shopping-wise. Mm-hmm. By the way, I used the mobile checkout for shopping a few times while we were there, and I love that idea. Yeah, it's pretty good. It already includes your annual pass discount. Right. In the it in there, It recognizes all that. Very convenient. Don't have to go up to a... Or wait in a long a line, desk. potentially. Yeah, wait in a line of just... Scan the items, and then, and of course, they scan it to check it on the way out, and that's it. This is one of those things that I think is kind of like mobile order, though. I think as more people catch on to it, it's not going to be as convenient anymore. Sure. But, of course, mobile order got to the point where people had to do it during COVID. So, again, I pointed out, I remember the time when there was a huge line, and I was like, mobile order, and there was nobody there. So, yeah. I still remember that those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty much Magic Kingdom Day in a nutshell. We ended up getting back about midnight. I was going to get up the next morning to do Epcot because I was determined to do Guardians one way or the other. Maddie wanted to come too, so she actually got up even after being up till midnight. <laughs> she went with me roughly, I think we left. Let's see, I, I pulled the lightning lane uh, after 7. I was actually a little concerned because whenever I tried to get, I tried to get the boarding group, but it kept spinning, right? Mm, okay. Just to see how the boarding group would go and if it would be long enough. So I was like, I was concerned I wasn't even going to get a lightning lane. It finally got corrected, and I was able to get one for 1025. Okay. So we still go, planning on rope dropping. Uh, we get in at a decent time. We're one of the first ones on the the side for test track. Hmm. As soon as they let us go, we head for test track. Of course, guess what happens with test track, as usual? Delayed open. Down. Yeah. Right, delayed opening. So rather than just wait a few minutes to see if it does it, I said, you know what, let's, we've never done Mission Space before. Let's go do it. Because she can do green. Actually, I think she could probably do orange Yeah. if I wanted to. But I was like, let's just do green. I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to care for the, the orange intensity yet. We're not going to push that yet. No. So we went and did green. She did well with that. As soon as that was done, we went back to Test Track. I could see it was open. So we, I, I wasn't sure about the wait, though. It says it was long, but we got in line anyway. It was moving. I said, this line's, I was thinking in my head, actually, this line's walking, not standing, because I could see it was. Mm-hmm. So, like, it shouldn't take us too long. Sure enough, we got inside. It didn't take us too long to get to the point where we are building, designing a car. However, when we got right to the door for designing a car, of course, the announcement came that they're having another technical issue. I was like, well, hopefully this one's not long. And fortunately, it wasn't. Then we got to do the car design, got to do test tracks. She, of course, loved that as well. Right about this time, I'm considering maybe just letting that be the end of it. You know, I don't know if we're going to be able to to do all this before we have to leave because, you know, as of Olivia, we're going to go ahead and leave this day. Right. Ended up going and having basically an ice cream cookie for breakfast (laughs) for Maddie. (laughs) Yeah, well... You're on vacation. Yeah. Went ahead and did Nemo, I think it was at that point, because we were right there at it. And it's only five minutes, so we did that. Hung out in there for a minute. On the way back, went to Club Cool. Went back in there just to go in there for the first time since it's been back. Tried a few things, even the Beverly, just because, you know. Ended up getting, uh, went over there and got a Coke float just to kill a little time. Right. (laughs) In the area. Yeah, in the area. 
It's getting closer to time for Guardians. Uh, you said that would let us on at 10.20. We were talking mm-hmm. through Messenger. Yep, yep. And uh, I decided to try and push it just a tad early just to see. We were there like 10.15 or whatever it was. I tried to tap and it wouldn't work, of course. So we had to wait the five minutes. Yep. But as soon as it turned 10.20, we were able to get in. Yep, yep. Not too bad of a wait there. I was kind of following your advice as where to stand. Yeah. I'm still amazed. I don't know if I wasn't paying enough much attention. I know you've, since we're at the Guardian's point now, you yeah, can yeah. talk about your experience, but you got mm-hmm. to do it like what, four times? Yeah. Yeah. Over the Total? course of two days, four times, yeah. So you got, because you got to do it three times pre. Yeah. Because we that- bought the Lightning Lane and, you know, my wife didn't like didn't like it the first time, so I used her magic band for the lightning lane. Anyway, yeah, right. You had to do it three times that that day. Yeah, yeah. Now, I got to ask a question. You said she didn't feel good after doing it. Which car were you sitting in? Um, I think we were in the second car, the first right. time we rode it. Yeah, second car, I believe. The only reason I want to ask is because I've heard that yeah. the first car and the last car are some of the worst for motion. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if that maybe had anything to do with it. I don't know. That's so. a good question. I feel like we were in the second car the first time we rode it. The okay. next two times I was in the front car. But you didn't have any issues then, so. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't have any issues in the front car. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe it just depends on the individual. I mean, it's yeah, that's what it seems like. Because <laughs> walking off of it, I've seen some people just sitting there with their head between their legs uh, at the exit area, and then oh, some really? people, yeah, yeah, definitely, it, it definitely bothers some people yeah. a lot more than others. Yeah. So we get in there, and this is what I was going to get at when I asked you about. You know, you did it several times. The pre-show area mm-hmm. after the, you know, there's the first pre-show, and then the second one where they do the teleportation. Yeah. So, obviously, as I've only done it once. You've done it a couple of times now. That effect is like, I don't know, it's still very impressive. Because I didn't hear, I didn't seem to hear, and maybe it's just because I've done it once, a thing. Like when they turn, they turn the lights out for just like a split second, and then all of a sudden the room is entirely different. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive how they did that. Yeah, those walls like go up, I imagine, yeah. Yeah, but you would think you would at least like hear the walls move or something. It's almost like it just, just like that. It was almost like a real teleportation. That's yeah. what it felt like. Hey, they do a good job. Very with that impressive effect. effect. Yeah, it is yeah. pretty cool. I even tried to watch some video afterwards, you know, and say see if I could see something. But I, I mean, it's hard to. I bet. I bet if somebody has an infrared that they do, mm-hmm. night obviously that would camera, be pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, a night vision camera. That would be pretty cool to see. See how quickly that wall goes up because it's yeah. got to be fast. But I mean, that is pretty impressive. Of course, whenever you do the lightning lane, you skip the uh, part of the queue where Star-Lord's famous the, line. Can't wait to ride horizons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Get to skip that part. Mm-hmm. but That funny line. But, of course, we've seen it plenty of times already. So. Yeah. So many people try to stop there and videotape or record it. I should say videotape. Record it. And, uh, they decided to jump on a time machine. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, given the theme of it, I guess the video camera would make sense yeah. to videotape it. But, yeah, a lot of people hold up the standby line taking pictures, I've noticed. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I got to say, when I was done with this ride, I haven't actually done it. I have a little bit, a slightly different opinion than, obviously, before. Mm-hmm. I can see so many things in a video, it's never going to be the same as actually doing it. True, yeah, totally. No matter what it is, this is probably my favorite ride at Epcot now. I don't know if it's yeah. my favorite coaster overall. I mean, it's it's definitely up there with them. I think I still, I got to thinking about it, I was like, ah, I still give that, because it's slightly more thrilling, I still give the edge to Everest for me. But hmm. Guardians definitely has a lot of elements that, it, I mean, things that reminded me, like, for instance, the teleportation, I'm thinking of things like, okay, Alien Encounter. Yeah. Definitely, it just... Reminds me of other attractions, right? Right. So we launch backwards. That part kind of reminds me of Everest, although it's not near as steep going backwards. Right. The majority of the ride, because of the, I guess, the lights that are supposed to be like stars, just reminds you of Space Space Mountain. Mountain. In a way, yeah. 
And rock and roller coaster, yeah. And of course, the rock and roller coaster element with the songs, right? And especially the number of songs. Yeah. I've actually listened to or, or looked at people ride the attraction with all the different songs. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I got the best one. I kind of feel like everybody wants to rule the world is kind oh, of the man. funniest one to ride it with. That was my favorite by far. Yeah. I mean, going down the list, I would think September might be the next one if you had to rank them. Mm-hmm. Disco Inferno looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had let's see what's another those. one. I mean, Conga's just all right. I ran. Would be a good yeah, one. That's, the, good. that's the one I haven't done. One of the ones I haven't done yet. I would love to do that uh, one. Even though I like the song, one way or another, it just didn't seem like it worked. <laughs> yeah. With, with the one, right. Right. And I think there's one more that I'm missing. I may not be. I think it, it might be all of them. But I think every, I just something about that flows better with everybody wants to rule the world, I guess, considering what's going on. Yeah. It was my favorite. I just like that song any, anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah, I love that one. And Drax, of course, with his lines especially, or Rocket's lines, how it's, it's funny mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it's classic. It's good. The way they like, do you it. know, you're 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 actually right there, and then Rocket, the first thing comes on, is like, this plane's never going to work, <laughs> or something like that. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you noticed it in the pre-show that I was talking about, whenever he's got his little tablet or whatever, talking mm-hmm. about the plan for us. It says at the very bottom of that, if you're looking at a zoomed-in version or a close-up version, it says like something something along the lines of probability of success, like point zero two or something <laughs> like that. And then, of course, they're like saying stuff like you have you're not going to have anything to worry about. And then Draxus comes on there like, unless we're unable to stop the very large man or something like that, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. then you are doomed. Yeah, and you know, doomed. just yeah. funny funny stuff. It was a good way to to end. I mean, that was the last thing we did. Before I ended up needing to go. Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention earlier when I was in line at Flight of Passage, right? I had this family in front of me that when I was showing them the times because I had stopped and everything, I did end up getting to mention to them that I was on the podcast and they said something about it. But they mentioned, because I asked them what time they got there that morning. I said, they said something like, they probably tapped in around 7.20. I said, but their thing was when they tried to tap in, his wife's ticket wouldn't work because it said like she was already in the park, like, or something like that. Like it already been used. And I'm guessing they just had a one day is the reason, or, or it was a one, one per day type deal. And so they had to go to guest relations or services or whatever. And they got it resolved relatively quickly, but apparently I don't know if it's through an error or if it's through like somehow somebody manipulated the system or whatever, but there was some kid that had used a parent that they were showing up on camera as having used her ticket, <laughs> which I had never heard of that before. Hmm. How that would happen. I'm going to chalk it up as some sort of an error at this point, but that's interesting to note at least anyway, uh, that that took yeah. place. That is a little so, weird, huh? Hmm. Yeah. It's like they had like the picture and everything that it was some kid. Hmm. I just wonder how often that comes up. Yeah. Cause you know, if you look online, you don't really see anything about it. Anyway, but overall, you know, I had my moments that I was just like, I'm not even sure if I ever want to do this again. I mean, seriously, that's how I I felt at moment times. Like go to Disney ever again? (laughs) Yeah, I honestly did. I was like, I don't know if this is just, if none of this is even worth it, you know? Mm. You know, ultimately, as I just described a minute ago, ultimately I ended up paying 60 bucks for Kali, pretty much. Right, yeah. Because I didn't get to do any other Lightning Lanes. Yeesh. You did say that they refunded you for Rise, right? At one point, you had a Rise. And That's right. I had a Rise for our Hollywood Studios day that we ended up having to miss for going to the urgent, urgent care. care. Yeah. They were understanding about that. They gave me that credit back when I talked to the front desk. Okay, so they did it at the hotel. Well, I mean, that's guest services is up there too, right? Mm-hmm. So basically what they did was they gave me pretty much a credit to my overall bill. Oh, okay. So like... My card still got charged the the right. first charge, but when it came down to my final hotel bill, there was an extra sixty four dollars on there. Excuse me, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Credited to it, and also by the way, the very last day we were supposed to stay Thursday night as well, which is the day we did Epcot. I got back there with Maddie. We couldn't really get out of the room until like about twelve or t- about ten minutes after twelve. 
So I went to the front desk about that, and of course, since ours was a room-only reservation, they were actually able to get us checked out. I was like, we're out of the room now. That's what I told her. Like, All our stuff is out now. And she was able to put it in the system to check us out then, so we didn't get charged the next night. We basically got a credit of $303 and some odd change, I think it was. Okay. Even though we weren't out by 11, we still didn't get the extra you know, last day. night forfeited. Yeah. Basically, as long as I can make it out before housekeeping got there, I think we were fine. Right, yeah. Because if you recall, a couple of years ago, I tested something at Caribbean Beach because we were already out of the room. But we were going back. We had done some things, and we were going back to the car to leave. And it just so happens our car was parked at this particular one, like literally right across from our room door. And it was like 11.30, and when I said, we need to go to the restroom, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try this. I put my band up there. We were able to get back in. I was like, come on. We just basically went back in to go to the bathroom before we left, and, you know. Nice. They start cutting the bands off, basically, or for rooms, or cutting the uh, access off at 11, but depending on where you are. I mean, obviously, there's so many people checking out and checking in per day. They can't possibly do them all at the same time, right? Yeah. So... You get a little bit of leeway there. You just you might be the one that's one of the first ones, though. You never know. So it's not something I would completely like rely on by any means. <laughs> but it's got me thinking in the future, like if it's past checkout time, if I want to just go like, I'm just, like, just going to do this just to see what happens. <laughs> I was a little disappointed overall in the room placement, I think, just because why would you put someone there if you're planning on having construction in that area? <laughs> That was one thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like overall, there's a lot, and we've talked about this before somewhat, of disconnect. And I'm going to say between upper management in particular. Mm-hmm. Like if anybody in upper management would, if somebody just would designate, say, management needs to be like once a week, have boots on the ground or put their put themselves in the guest's shoes and with a straight face honestly say that this is the best possible guest experience that we're providing i don't think they could i mean because i end up having to make a park reservation i'm pretty much devoted to it because i can't go anywhere else if i if i risk dropping out to try and change it i risk not going at all because it could all be gone you just don't know another thing if i were going to be able to plan a day that was actually enjoyable which i did I pretty much got up early enough at seven to dig my fur to take my first choice, and then pretty much spent the entire day just making choices for evening in order to get them close together to actually make them work. Yeah. Right. So, and the early entry is a joke. It doesn't get you anything. It's 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 presented as a perk. It's only a half hour. You're basically queuing up for your first ride. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're going to one that's not as popular. Right. And you might be able to get a few more rides in. Yeah. You got to be there super early, which is hard to do when you have small children or a big group. Hard, or- hard for a family to do. And I got to be honest, with the time we tried to do it, after everything I ended up having to go through just to get us out the door and get us there. Totally not worth it just to (laughs) queue up for a ride. It is not worth it. I would rather come in at 3 o'clock in the afternoon than to do that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and then you have to spend the money to do this on top of it. Yeah, frustrating. You're spending 60 bucks, and then in the individual Lightning Lane case, even more, to get... Not even three rides at one time, right? To get one ride, then two hours later you get to do another one. I I don't know. It's just it's it's frustrating. It's it makes me want to say it was not fun. I actually heard the comment mm-hmm. when I was walking by. I heard someone say something about spend a hundred dollars and then stress out about getting there on time. <laughs> Yeah. is basically what they say. Yeah. Supposedly you're on vacation, right? Right. But no, all they do, they present this as a good thing, planning day, 
not wait in line type deal. And you're really just adding frustration and stress to your supposedly relaxing vacation. Because you got to make a park reservation. Then you got to make ride reservation, essentially. Oh, you only get to do one right now. And then you get to do another one in two hours from now. Or you get to do one after you use your first one. Yet another. And then you're supposed to be looking, and by the time, of course, you do that, the times are gone for certain things, or they're way later. And then you got to be worried about being there within that hour time frame. I mean, at least they give you an hour, I guess, if you look at it that way. Yeah, there's ways you can make it work. But for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, especially, like, for instance, that where I made those so close together, they overlapped every last one of them did. Mm-hmm. Somebody who didn't know where they were going wouldn't be able to make those times. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know every, uh, exactly what you're doing. And even still, it's a it's a gamble. Right. Even <laughs> still, I looked at it work. thinking, I was like, okay, I feel like I can make this work. But there were, there were literally, all right, the first one was 420 to 520. The second one was five. So I had 40 minutes later, I had five to six. And in between there, I had a 525 to 625. Mm-hmm. Now, they were somewhat close together, close enough that I knew I could make it work. But again, what average person knows that necessarily? That's a veteran type move, right? <laughs> right yeah. To do that. To know that you can book them that close together and still make it work out. Yeah. I, it still favors the experienced park goer, but it all it costs us more than it used to. So Yeah. yeah. And see, this is another thing I don't get. They're saying the park reservation system is making this more manageable, you know, all that good stuff. I looked today, right, since I was home earlier than expected, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. have a whole lot to do, per se. (laughs) So I looked and got some examples of popular rides, okay? Let me just give you a few few here. That This is what happened today. This was roughly at... 15 to 5, so it's still in the considered the, the peak time when I checked it, but Ratatouille today mm-hmm. topped out at approximately 130 minutes. Mm-hmm. Navi River Journey topped out at approximately 80 minutes. Uh, Kilimanjaro proc- topped out at approximately 130 minutes. Flight of Passage topped out at approximately 160 minutes. Slinky Dog topped out at approximately 90 minutes. Let's see. Rock and Roller Coaster topped out at roughly 70, so that one's under 100. I mean, all these rides that are 100 minutes or more at some point in the day is ridiculous. Rise was over 200 minutes. Smuggler's Run, 150 minutes. (laughs) Wow, yeah. Long one. I mean... How ridiculous is that? Pretty long. Pretty long. I mean, and there might have been lightning lanes available during that time. Who knows? Not everybody knows to check them every day or all throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I didn't go on as much of a rant, I don't guess, as, as I thought I would, but I still may before this is all said and done. I just got to collect my thoughts a little better. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, and I've already done I've already done my survey too, by the way. Yeah. So all right, so that's gonna be the end of this for now. I might finish survey stuff later. Okay. <laughs> it might be it might be survey time later. Yeah, put a rant episode but, together. Yeah, put a rant episode together on that. Okay. All right, so um that's pretty much my trip in a nutshell. Yeah. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. That's our social media outlets. We have a YouTube channel as well that I'm hopefully going to be posting some videos here very soon of this trip. And um, we have a Spreadshirt store in which you can find your exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And our website is travelingwithamouse.com. You can email us podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. And if you want to have some help booking your own disney trip disney cruise line disneyland universal as well you can utilize our travel agent friend jill dobeck 
Her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. So, for John, this has been, and me, this has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. <laughs>